Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together. Look, Israel's protector does not sleep or slumber. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is the shade at your right hand. Psalm 121, 4 and 5. Every once in a while, I have one of those thoughts cross my mind that makes me just stop. It makes me scratch my head, crunch my eyebrows, and wonder about things. And sleep is one of those things. If we don't get sleep, life goes downhill really fast. The body ages prematurely if we don't get enough sleep. The cells that make up your body literally die and get sick if you stay awake for multiple days in a row. If you stay up that long, your brain stops functioning correctly and you will begin to see hallucinations. You're not processing sensory inputs correctly. When someone has sleep problems, they must be addressed or they will face severe health consequences. The Guinness Book of World Records even no longer allows people to submit record-breaking attempts at sleep deprivation due to the potential risks. That's how serious this whole thing is. So sleep is part of how God designed us. And when we try to skip it, we find that we pay the price. But here's my question. Why did God build sleep into our design? Why did God make us sleep? Think about it. Put yourself in God's shoes. I know that's hard to do, impossible to do actually, but put yourself in God's shoes for a moment. You have all the power in the world. You can make literally any kind of creature you want. You've already made elephants and octopus. During a comedy hour, you made the giraffe and the blowfish. That was a huge hit and made all the angels laugh. But now it's time for your crown jewel. The next creature will be the pinnacle of everything you made. It will dominate and rule all the other creatures. Its job is to be in charge of everything you've made. This is the masterpiece of all the art that you've made so far. And you decide to put in this feature where your masterpiece switches off for a third of the day. It's called sleep, you proclaim as you show it off to the angels. Why would God do that? When we sleep, we're useless and we're completely vulnerable. We're not accomplishing anything. We're unable to protect ourselves from danger. We're just off. Which is why people that have PTSD or anxiety have a really hard time sleeping. Their bodies are getting increasingly tired and beg them for sleep, but their brains are in high alert, scanning the environment constantly for danger. If they go to sleep, they are no longer in control and can no longer protect themselves. This vulnerability is intolerable, and so their brain triggers insomnia. Psalm 121 uses the word keep or protect, depending on your translation, six times. The point is pretty obvious. God is the one that guards and preserves us. But verse 4 makes this interesting point that God doesn't sleep. He's on duty 24-7, watching out for us. When you begin to think about it, this point is really profound. Everything on this planet needs some kind of sleep. Guard dogs sleep, alarm systems need electricity, cars run out of gas, every system or organism needs fuel or batteries. Sometime that fuel or battery will run out, and when it does, we're in trouble. But God doesn't. God is always there. He's self-powered. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't run low on battery. He's guarding us, keeping us from evil. The obvious conclusion that you're supposed to draw from Psalm 121 is that God is the only wise place to put our trust. Any other source has limitations and will fail. So tonight, when you go to sleep, I encourage you to sleep well. You can rest easy knowing that God is on guard. He's watching, keeping evil from you. Anything that happens is part of his plan to perfect you and make you more like Christ. 
In fact, that's probably a good way to spend your waking hours too. Let's pray together. God, I place my full faith and trust in you. I am limited by my basic human weaknesses. I need sleep. I can't, I can't see everything. I can't hear everything. I can't know everything. But you don't have any of those limitations. I place full confidence and trust in you for my future and for the future of those I love. A few questions for you as we close today. Number one, what patterns or habit do you have that are driven by fear? And then how does the idea that God is guarding you change how you look at those habits? Have a great day. We'll see you next time as we pray together. 